This is show 29 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today's episode is about the topic of elimination communication with an EC-based mama, Sarah, from Rural Redhead. All right, so it's been three long weeks since we had a show here at the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to everything cloth diapering. We talk with mamas, brands, retailers, experts, non-experts, and people around the world about cloth diapering. My name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I am a cloth diaper blogger, vlogger, person out there on the internet. I would love to own a cloth diaper store. I just don't have that kind of crazy financial risk right now in my life. So instead, we talk about cloth diapering here on the show. We talk about cloth diapering over on our Instagram and Facebook pages, as well as YouTube. So going forward, I do hope that the podcast gets back on its two-week schedule. Don't fret. Don't worry. I have a lot of great content coming up in my inbox. And if you're somebody who thinks that they know something or has a story that somebody might relate to. I'm really looking for a working mom to tell her story and her experience about daycare and cloth diapers or cloth diapering while working or the like. I keep getting that question in my inbox and I just don't really have the answer to it. Today's podcast, though, is about the topic of elimination communication. And Sarah is a influencer blogger at The Rural Redhead. She is going to tell us about her experiences with elimination communication. Sometimes when I interview mamas about topics, I get comments back that people were expecting a little bit more expertise. And I just want to make sure that I lay this out there, that this is just a mama-based story, a mama-based experience, and I'm not talking with an elimination communication expert. If you wanted me to talk with an elimination communication expert, now would be a great time to hit that subscribe button. Subscriptions are one of these things that brands and experts look at when they decide whether or not they want to talk with me on the show about whatever. So it's a good thing to do, guys. Just putting it out there being completely transparent with you because that's kind of what I'm all about. So we're going to talk with Sarah. She's going to talk about her experiences and a few other things. Before we get started, I also wanted to say that I have been chatting with other moms who've done elimination communication since I talked with Sarah back in February. And the general consensus is that it really is what Sarah says it is. It's not something that you need a book on. People don't really have book recommendations when they talk about elimination communication. They don't really have expert recommendations. Elimination communication is one of these kind of parent-based knowledge things. It's one of these areas of the life where the topics and the conversations are peer-to-peer. They're happening in small spaces, both online and offline. And it's not really an expert-driven industry, if you were to say. There's no right or wrong way. There just is. So Sarah will tell us about her way, why it works for her, and a bit about her cloth diaper journey. I am Sarah, and the Rural Redhead, I started a couple years ago. And it's basically just a blog about our lifestyle kind of out here in the country. Um, You know, since becoming a mom, 
it's kind of changed gears a little bit and I talk about motherhood and parenting. Um, but I'm really trying to just, I guess, connect with others. Um, you know, even though we're living in a rural area, we, you know, we're very similar to anyone else. I feel like I just want to bring everyone together, um, kind of have that connection. You know, parenting is the same. We still need all the same support. Um, and my Instagram, kind of the same thing, just trying to show our lifestyle. And um, I've been working on getting prettier pictures on there because I know that uh, that's difficult. So I'm kind of working on all of that, trying to bring my message um, to everyone. The pretty pictures of Instagram, always the hardest challenge. It is. I'm not very good at it, which is kind of why I abandoned my personal blog. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. It's just not my, it's not my voice. So I have a hard right. time competing in that space. Yeah, I totally get it. I'm trying to kind of find my, my voice here now. Like I said, being a mom, it's kind of changed my blog. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to figure out what path I want to take. So um, you're a mom of one girl. Yeah. How old yes. is she? She is going to be, well, she's 14 and a half months old. Um, March 29th, she'll be 15 months old, which is crazy. Oh, crazy. They grow so fast. And then she'll be two next yeah. year. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like sad to think about, but I, you know, each stage, just like they say, has been awesome. Um, seeing them grow and learn and how smart they are already. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Right. And I have a two-year-old and a three and a half-year-old and they just okay. blow me away every day. I um, bet. I know, right? You said that you, your blog, you didn't start cloth diapering until about five months. What made you yeah. take a transition later in the game? Well, I had thought about cloth diapering as soon as I got pregnant. Uh, my sister actually had a boy five and a half weeks after me. So we were pregnant at the same time. She kind of introduced me to cloth diapering. She told me she was going to do it. Um, she helped me pick out kind of my first supplies and so I had everything as soon as my daughter was born. Um, however, I felt very overwhelmed in the beginning. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, I know newborns don't sleep, um, <laughs> that, but like my daughter has never been a good sleeper. So I was just completely overwhelmed, stressed, too tired to even think about pulling out the cloth diaper supplies. Um, and then around five months, I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. I uh, watched a couple of videos, talked to my sister a little bit. And um, at the time, all I had was pocket diapers. Um, so really not that difficult to learn once I just finally did it. Um, and then from there, we've been doing it ever since. So I had to come up with a wash routine that took me a little bit to figure out. Um, but yeah, just the beginning was a little bit too much for me. So I didn't dive into it right away. And that's totally fair. Newborns are a lot of work. Yeah. I had a purple cry, my first kid. And yeah, oh. it's just like, it's so stressful. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I have a, I have a friend who's also considering cloth diapering and I know I have, I have a gut feeling that her journey into motherhood is not going to be easy. Okay. Um, it's okay. Like you can wait until, yeah. you can wait until you kind of get your, everything settled. Like don't, mm -hmm. Cause sometimes if you try it while you're stressed, like that's really going to set you up to, yeah, to fail. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. it's okay if you wait till you're at a better time. I'm also feeling really stressed this week. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to forget about cloth. Like I just, sometimes I just need to take one thing off my plate. I've, and what, yeah. And I've that's, done that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's cloth diapering. Sometimes it's cooking dinner. 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, I've been both places. Cooking dinner has been slacking occasionally. Cloth diapering. I'm like, you know, I can't keep up with this right now. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Ebbs and flows. But you are doing elimination communication or you're trying, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So what is elimination communication if nobody's ever heard of it? So I will describe it the best way that I can. I didn't start doing it until she was about eight months old. And um, what we're really doing is I'm kind of learning her signals for when she has to go. Um, Also timing. We've been doing it for a few months now. So I've learned kind of when she needs to go and how often. Um, Lately, she's had a lot more peas, which has been hard to keep up with. But it's, you know, just kind of watching their cues, um, you know, for her, it was when she started eating more solid food, she's always been a great eater, but I feel like we started food at six months and then between seven and eight months, she just started eating regular meals. So her poop changed and it kind of made her uncomfortable at first and she would let out little cries. And that's what made me think, you know what? I think she has to go. I'm going to put her on the potty and we're going to see what happens. And ever since then, um, we've been doing it. So, I mean, she's not crying every time she has to go now, but it's more of, she prefers to use the potty now. She knows it's her little potty and she'd rather do it in there than in her diaper. Um, it's been, I mean, it's been ever changing, you know, she goes at different times than when she first, you know, when she used to, um, she doesn't always give me a signal. Um, but for the most part, you know, we've, we've got a routine and, I figured I'm home with her all day. We have access to do this, so why not try it? Okay. That sounds like fairly just intuitive and simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just responding to their needs. Yes. And watching them. I have a couple of friends who have disposable diapered and gotten the elimination communication oh. as well. Okay. Um, and that's, that's exactly kind of how they describe their experience. They're just kind mm-hmm. of watching, and then they go use the potty. What do you think is your biggest challenge? Has it been just the changing kind of experience, like watching, learning those cues that they are ever changing or that they're? Yeah, I think the cues um, and as she's gotten more curious and more mobile, you know, she's walking all over the place, playing Uh with toys, getting into things. She is not stopping to let me know. I feel like at the beginning, she would kind of look at me and either like kind of squat down or make like a grunting noise. Um, and I feel like she does not do that at all anymore. I mean, if she really has to go and she's uncomfortable, she will like sometimes eating dinner, she'll let us know she has to go cause she's sitting in her seat and, you know, she doesn't really want to poop in her diaper then. But I feel like with her being so mobile, she doesn't take the time to let me know as much. So I'm kind of going off of, okay, you've had lunch or we've nursed, let's go try the potty. And then usually she'll pee, but um, it's, I think that's the biggest challenge is as she gets older, she doesn't want to take that break to sit on the potty. <laughs> it's been kind of interesting. I think as um, I've been working on potty training, okay. two year old in a more traditional sense. And that was mm-hmm. like, we had her, we had her really good. And then that's kind of what happened is she suddenly <laughs> got busy and she decided yeah. she wanted to spend a lot of time reading. And then we started having Aww. a lot more accidents and mm-hmm. that would probably that's I understand I can see that being it so how would you say like elimination communication differs from potty training or might be something more beneficial I would say um you know obviously I've never you know I don't have an older child that I've potty trained I think the main difference 
is I have to remember it isn't potty training. You know, yes, she's understanding what the potty is to an extent, mm-hmm. but she's still a baby. So it's still me of, I guess, being very aware of her cues and schedule and not relying on her to let me know. Okay. Um, and not putting too much stress on it because like I said, she's peeing a ton. We don't make it to the potty every time. I have a lot of diapers that she's peeing and I'm having to wash, but I have to remember that that's okay because we're not to the point of her being able to talk and tell me, um, you know, we're not signing. I tried that at the beginning. It didn't work out. So I just kind of gave up. <laughs> um, so I think that's the main difference is remembering. It's just a lot of, me watching her and not so much relying on her to let me know all the time because she's still so young. Okay. Do you struggle with like keeping your calm then when she makes accidents? Um, no, I think I only, I wouldn't say that, um, you know, the poo diapers are definitely gross. You know, I'd rather not have those. <laughs> yes. But I think it's more of when I know she has to go and she won't sit on the potty because she uh-huh. wants to get up and go play with something. Like that can be very frustrating. So I have to remember, okay, you know what? She's little, let her get up, let her get a toy or whatever it is that she wants. And then we'll try again. And of course that sometimes has resulted in her peeing on the floor. But I just kind of laugh because I'm like, you know what? She's little. Yes. I have to just, you know, let it go. Um, and I think in the beginning that was hard because we were doing so good. Mm-hmm. And then we, like I said, as she changed, things didn't go as well and I would get frustrated. So I had to remind myself it's going to constantly change and she's little, she doesn't get it, you know, fully, she doesn't get it and it's okay. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a, more about you, I guess, than about her. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, she likes using the potty, but she doesn't, fully know I mean she knows she's wearing a diaper she she's just gonna go if she has to okay yeah makes sense where did you stumble upon the idea of elimination communication and decide that it might be something for your family I a friend of mine had posted about it in one of the mom groups like a local mom's group here online um they had mentioned it I briefly looked it up and I was like oh that sounds really challenging I don't think I can do it um But then, like I said, around eight months when she started kind of letting me know she had to go, she was uncomfortable. And then she went on the potty. I mean, I put her on her big potty because that's all we had at the time. Um, And I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Maybe I'll just start out little by little and see what happens. Um, Because I don't think I had ever really heard of the term before until, like I said, that mom's group, um, somebody had posted about it. No, I am. Back in January when we were going to get together originally, I posted on Instagram in my stories and I got a ton of questions. People were like, what are, what are you even asking about, Bailey? Yeah. I was like, well, that's, I guess, the first question we're going to figure out on the yeah. show. Um, it is, it, it's pretty popular or common, I would say, in other parts of the world, right? Like yes. it is, and it has been a tradition for a lot of other, I think, Asian primarily. Yes, Asia, I've, I've read about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Asian countries use a lot of elimination communication and perhaps even back in the day it would have been more common Probably. Yeah. Changing kind of ideas. So where are you, where do you go to, to learn about elimination communication? Did you just pick it up from your friend and kind of figure out what you're doing or did you seek out other resources that maybe listeners could check out? Um, I don't know. I don't remember if I did. I mean, mainly I want to say it was that, that group and kind of what people were posting about. And just Um, ran with it. Yeah. I don't, 
I mean, I'm sure I did some Google searches, but it's been so long. I don't even know um, what websites I would have been on, unfortunately. But I think I tend to go to Google a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of these things that is less about like doing it right or wrong or just, right. just doing it the way that works for you and how you've heard other people do it. Yeah, I would agree with that because I think sometimes I know in the beginning when my daughter was born and I was like, oh my gosh, she's always crying. She's not sleeping. You know, I'd be online all the time and I'd read these things and then think that she had this wrong with her or this was bothering her. And eventually it became overwhelming. Like I was putting ideas in my head. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned sometimes less is more. Um, so doing this, I'm like, we're going to do what works for us. Yeah, I got some direction online, but then we just kind of went with it because like you said, it's not really right or wrong. Striking a balance. So how do you leave the house? What do you do if you have to leave the house with your <laughs> Oh my daughter? gosh. Yeah, that's tricky. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been times where obviously there's no toilet to use. Um, Is she very accustomed to the idea of a toilet versus just popping a squat? sometimes like I've I've gone out on errands and I'll come home after a couple hours and her diaper is dry put her on the potty at home and she'll pee right away Mm -hmm. um but that doesn't happen all the time I mean obviously if we're out for a long period and just the timing isn't right she'll go um there's been a couple times like we've gone to my in-laws house and we'll just put her on the potty there. Um, Cause I don't, yeah, it's really hard to take a potty with you. Um, I know that they have smaller ones, but I haven't really made that purchase. Um, very rarely does she go poop while we're out. Um, I want to say one time I can think that she did when we were shopping and I could tell she was super uncomfortable, but there, I just didn't have the means to have her go on the potty. And yeah, it definitely makes it tricky. I mean, I know I have friends that will, get the very small um, potties to take with them. Yeah. Um, but I just, I haven't done that yet. And actually we're going on a trip here in a couple of weeks and I'm, I'm kind of wondering if that's something I should be doing because for a few days we won't have a potty like we do at home. And that's going to be very interesting. I know like with potty training, I have a few friends who will bring the potty. My kids will just pee on the side of the road pretty easily. Oh, but- Okay. Yeah, um, but I have a boy, and then my girl, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with. She's less inclined to pee on the side of the road. She's more of a potty girl, but. Right. Uh, oh, like, man. I guess, right? Like, that's yeah. a hard challenge. So that means that when, so when you leave the house, do you put her in a cloth diaper? or? Oh, you, yes. Yeah. yeah. She wears a disposable at night. Um, I haven't quite mastered the cloth diapering to hold everything yeah. at night. That's um, a big challenge. But- yeah, yeah, but definitely um, when we leave the house, cloth diaper, and and that's what works for us. Yeah. So, how do you does cloth diapering help or hinder the elimination the elimination communication process? You know, I think it makes a difference um, with whether or not. I mean, every baby is different, of course. You know, I don't think being wet has ever really bothered her. Mm-hmm. Um, the stay dry liners and the fleece with the cloth diapers definitely help, I would say. And I know disposables usually, you know, keep them dry as well. Um, however, she wears a disposable at night and she usually wakes us in the morning and she'll go poop on the potty right away. So oh. yeah, I feel like it doesn't hinder at all. Um, 
I think it's more just she would rather go poop in the potty versus her diaper, regardless of what she's wearing. Um, and pee, I think it just, it's a hit and miss. Um, if she has to go, she has to go. Interesting. I mean, I like to think, I try, my child, he took forever to poop potty train per se. Okay. I never understood that because as a full grown adult, I can <laughs> yeah. sympathize with your daughter, right? Like why yeah. would you want to sit in your own poop? Right. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, why would you? You don't some want kids, to. Some kids don't get that for some no. reason. <laughs> I know. I'm hoping that she keeps up on this as we, you know, as she gets older, I'm hoping it doesn't change. Um, but I guess we'll see. She's so she's 15 months now. Yeah. I guess, yeah. About, I think like people say like 18 months is usually when people's kids sometimes will just pick up and completely stop using their diapers. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows how your daughter will work? Yeah. Yeah. So a typical day, how many diapers do you think you actually use versus actually going to the potty? That was a question I got. <sighs> I lately, unfortunately, I feel like I'm going through six or seven diapers in a day because she's peeing so much. Like even she'll pee on the potty, but she'll have a wet diaper. I just, um, she's peeing a ton. Yeah, um, six or seven might be typical for. Right. That's eight. exactly like my husband was just asking me because we're planning for this trip. And I'm like, you know what? She's been going so much that it's been lately six or seven diapers. And that's not every day. I know like last week, um, I, we had a great day where she wore the same diaper for like four or five hours because we kept going in the potty and she didn't pee in it. So that day we probably were more like four diapers, um, which was great. You know, last makes my stretch longer between washes. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would say, yeah, like I said, lately it's been up higher, but on a really good day, it's more like four diapers probably, which, you know, like I said, stretches my, yeah. my laundry out. Four days, like you probably go every week. You're washing once a week, maybe. Yeah, I'm washing about every four to five days with the current stash that I have. Okay, that's not bad. Four to five days, that's a nice, nice long stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any advice for anybody listening who might be curious about elimination communication? I would say, um, you know, if you, I would say find someone maybe that you're close with or anyone who's doing it and kind of talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know there's some great books at the library. You know, I've, I've never checked one out, but I'm always at the library and I see these different things. Those are a nice resource. Um, but I think if you want to try it and you feel like you have the time to dedicate to it, because um, as you can see by my story, like it's not perfect, but it works for us um, because I'm home throughout the day. I would say talk to somebody, kind of get an idea of what they're doing, um, and then go ahead and just try it and see. Give yourself a week um, because it's not going to go perfectly. Your child's probably not going to understand right away. But I swear over time, it's like my daughter has really begun to understand what the potty's for. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have our challenging days. But it's really, it's really not as hard as what I thought it was going to be. So I'm glad that I finally just tried it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. And in line, I talked with um, forgetting her name. I talked with the uh, the retailer Common Crazy a couple shows back, and she said kind of very much the same. And that okay. every kid is a little bit different too. Is that mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes a parent will have two kids and one will just EC super easy, and sometimes yeah. the other one won't. Um, mm -hmm. So do you think if you have more kids, you would do it differently or? I think, you know, I, I want to say that 
Um, I mean, we hope to have another and I would like to try it with the next child earlier than what I started with my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but I kind of wonder how is that going to be with two children? It might be a little (laughs) crazy. That's fair Um, too. I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard of other moms who, um, they started with the one and then when they had the other child, they just, they gave up on it because it was too hard. And I, I mean, I can see how that would happen, but I truly hope to be able to try it with my next child a little earlier. I also hope to cloth diaper earlier on, you know, once we get maybe through like the first month or so, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It's easier um, the second time because you're like, well, you kind of yeah. know the parenting thing, you know, it's not mm-hmm. all new. It's overwhelming. Right. But That's, it, yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm hoping is that it'll be a little bit easier. And I would love to start um, elimination communication earlier. Um, You might have a helpful toddler to help you out too. Well, that's, I know whenever she's using the potty and she's doing really well, you know, I'll tell her, Oh, I can't wait for you to be a big sister and you can be so helpful with mommy and you can help your little brother or sister. (laughs) And of course she has no idea what I'm saying, but I'm like, (laughs) she might be helpful. My, uh, that's like one of the reasons that my got my daughter on the the potty early is, was watching her big brother, right? Like she, she -hmm. was so ready to be just like him. Mm -hmm. Um, and probably right now we kind of do that like immediate middle line EC thing. Well, okay, just, yeah, yeah. Like whenever she wants to use it, she uses it, and whenever mm-hmm. she wants a cloth diaper, we use a cloth diaper. Yeah, yeah. it just works for us. I'm okay with it. She's still little. Yeah, Actually, she is. You're right, but that's right? amazing. Yeah, it was amazing that one week that she was potty trained. I mean, eating <laughs> the more you can get poop in the potty, the better. Yeah, and a lot oh. of like. I think a lot of people listening, you guys probably know that we all know that face. Mm-hmm. And if you can just get them comfortable, it's less dunking and less poopy water. I know the times, like very few times I've had to dunk and swish in the toilet. I've been like, this isn't terrible, but I could do without it. And I'm <laughs> very fortunate that um, she's going on the potty as much as she is because it's, it's amazing. And, you know, like we said, they, they probably, you would think they don't want to sit in it in their diaper. Um, but it's also a lot easier for cleaning purposes. Yeah. So much easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to change it up for you guys who are listening about one of the last questions that I asked Sarah today is I'm going to ask you, what would you tell yourself 12 months ago as a new mom? What would be your biggest piece of advice to Sarah 12 months ago? doesn't have to be cloth diaper related, just anything. I would say my biggest piece of advice is just embrace every moment and go with the flow and just be the mom that you need to be, whatever that means to you. Um, Take time for yourself and rest, you know, most likely with a baby on you. And don't worry about everything else. I would say that was my biggest thing. Um, I didn't understand how everything else was supposed to get done and how how life was supposed to be normal again. Um, and I would say let that go, and that would that would make everything much much easier and happier. So where can we find you on the web? Where can people hunt you down if they want to see your EC story, learn more about you, how you're doing your cloth diapering, all that fun jazz? Yep. Um, You guys can find me on theruralredhead.com. I'm also on Instagram as theruralredhead. I do have a Facebook page. I don't use it as often. I find Instagram a lot more fun. 
Oh yeah. Agreed. So that's uh yeah. So I have the, like I said, the rural redhead.com and then also on Instagram. And it's at the rural redhead, correct? Yes. Yes. The being the important word. I'm just making sure. Oh yeah. Yes. The. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- those links will be in my show notes, guys. If you're listening, you can just find that at clothhyperpodcast.com. Uh, that, unless you have anything else to share, that was a great little starter glimpse into elimination communication. So I hope you enjoyed the show. It was such a lovely chat when I had Sarah on. We had a few hiccups, but eventually we got together. Elimination communication is interesting. And I think we see Jacqueline from the official Jay's Nest on Instagram, YouTube. She's been kind of talking about how she introduced her youngest to the potty for peas and poops occasionally. And that's really at like the foundation is some people take it all the way and some people do it some of the time and it can really just be one of these things that you blend into your life depending on how you want it into your life and one of the best things that I ever learned when becoming a parent in this parenting journey thing is that there's all these options out there for parenting for diapering for mothering and you can just pick and choose the techniques that work for you and the moments that work for you. I really see that right now in our potty training journey too, just picking and choosing what works. And right now leaving the house without a diaper doesn't work for us. So we're going to keep doing Before I end the show, I really wanted to also mention that we on Instagram are talking about who made my cloth diapers in line with Fashion Revolution's week of who made my clothes, I feel we should also be asking the same question about our cloth diapers. There are so many reasons that I can draw connections to the garment and textile industry and how it might cross over to cloth diapers, but I've recorded that ramble a couple of times and it's an extra 20 minutes, so I should really just record an entirely new episode. If by chance you're someone listening who is an expert in fashion textile manufacturing warehouse or you want to just talk with me about it or you want to talk about anything else, shoot me an email at bailey at cloth diaper podcast. I am so grateful for everybody who tunes in and listens. Thank you so much. I hope you find this helpful and can't wait for another show. Bye.